did the bye week come at a good time or a bad time? H- how do you view having a, a bye week after uh, after a loss? Uh, it's def- it definitely was tough. Um, it definitely would have been nice if we had a win going to that bye week. It would have felt a lot nicer, but a bye week in general always good. Um, good time for us to recover, and for that loss, good time to rethink about things. So it was good for us overall. What are your thoughts on Micah Simon? He's been good for us, very good, very productive. He's been the leader in our receiver group, not only receiver group, but for the offense and the whole team. And he's kind of gained that role with both his production on the field and off the field and being that vocal leader for us throughout the whole offseason. So Mike has been really good for us. I Did you like the answer? answer. Okay. I love that answer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I see. You guys see we match, yeah. match our practice? We got to do it. We've got to somehow bring the Royals back. He said his dance moves. Is that what you said? What do, what do you make of his dance moves in the locker room? Mike is a good dancer. He, he's, he's surprisingly he has a good dancer. <laughs> he, got, he, got, he has some rhythm to him. There's some people in our locker room who have no rhythm at all, so it makes Micah look a lot better. So, Another another byproduct of having the bye week, especially on the offensive side, you guys were able to have an extra you know, week to work with yeah. Jaron. How is that going? It was good. It, it felt like um, not in a bad way, but is that going down and Jaron having to step in to give him a week with us, give him a week with the offense to, to feel comfortable and for him to basically have two weeks under his belt without full offense and being able to go to Florida with us, if I'm, I'm confident in him, so I'm happy for him too. How valuable was it to have that time back in spring to maybe start to develop that chemistry with Jaron? Oh yeah, so these last two weeks is not the only time we've been able to develop chemistry with uh, Jaron. Uh, he was he's been there in in spring ball. He's been there with PRPs all summer, and he's been taking a lot of reps. And it's it's not it's nothing new to receivers, nothing new to this offense as well. We know what he can do. We know that he's going to be able to make a lot of plays both with his arm and on his feet. Especially in a position like quarterback, the backup, you, you hear a lot about the backups preparing as if they're a starter and everything. But has Jaron changed in all the last couple of weeks, knowing that, like, okay, this is my time, this is my time to shine? Have you noticed anything different about him, like leadership-wise, kind of taking more command? Or no, not so much like of a difference. Um, Jaron, he's always been a leader. He's always he's always been preparing as if he is the, the number one quarterback. And I think that's why he's going to be most prepared for this game coming up. And it's not going to be much of a surprise for him going in. Um, and you guys can kind of see when he was thrown into Toledo, one of the toughest situations you, get, you can get thrown in one minute left and he has a score touchdown and um and he, he handled it very well uh he felt like he he made good decisions i felt like he was quick with his quick with the decisions that's the biggest thing and um overall i feel like he carried over and he's gonna he's definitely ready to be to be a starter in this next quarterback how much confidence did that final drive give maybe jared or just the entire offense knowing that hey this guy can come in and do a nice job it, it's good it, it gives him a lot of confidence and the people around him confidence i remember where we snapped before we snapped that first ball on that last drive Jaron had a straight face the whole time. He wasn't scared. He wasn't shying away from it. And he knew that it was his time to make plays and his opportunity. And I, I, despite the despite the loss, I felt like he made the best of that opportunity. You guys have said that you, you're not scoring as much as you would like to. What do you think is keeping you from scoring like you would, would hope to be able to right now? Uh, we definitely need to finish our, finish our drives. Um, I felt like uh, in the last couple games from the last five weeks, we've been able to drive past and get get to the other 40, opposing 30, but we haven't been able to finish as, as we'd like. So the biggest thing for us is to make sure that we leave each drive with points, whether that's a field goal, but in our favor, we want a touchdown. What do you feel like you guys can do to you know have a higher percentage of conversions on third downs? Because that seemed to be something that the offense kind of struggled a little bit against. A lot, of, a lot of the stuff is we're shooting ourselves in the foot. We have a lot of pre-snap penalties, and with a lot of pre-snap penalties, it creates a lot of worry within ourselves, and then we start to, to miss assignments and stuff like that. But the bottom line is we just need to play. When we play and we execute our positions and, and know that we can we can beat the guys in front of us, then that's when we're, we're best and most efficient. How would you feel about your play? I mean, two weeks ago, that was a big game for you. Would you say that was your best game of, of your BYU career? 
Uh, yeah, if I think about think back production wise, it probably was. Um, but despite all that, it, it doesn't really matter if we don't win the game. So um, my my part is to try to do as much as I can for this offense. But um, if I could have done a little bit more and to secure that win, then that that's what that's what matters most to me. But it didn't happen, and I don't really care how productive I was in that game. We have we came out with the nail for that game, so it hurt. But a lot's been made of when BYU travels back east and the time change and maybe a morning game that they're not quite as good. Do you think that's overrated, overstated, or or is that really a... Yeah, from an outside perspective, a lot of people think that that has kind of an effect on us. Um, this is the first time this, that since I've been here where we've been having these morning games like this. We're, we're playing at 12 o'clock when really it's 11 back here in Utah, but otherwise that, I like it. I like it a lot more. I, li- I don't like waiting all day to play games. I like waking up knowing that I have a football game. I don't like sitting in my hotel room all day, and I think the players like it as well, and I, I don't think it has any effect on us at all. So the Toledo game, you think you guys were ready to go and... Came out pretty, pretty strong. Oh yeah, no we, we definitely were ready to go. Um, it wasn't too early for us, but like I said, bottom line is we can't make mistakes. We can't make mistakes against good teams. We can't make mistakes against any teams, and especially with turnovers, you're not going to win games like that. So, what role has Zach had around the team for the, for the past week? Just you know, obviously with an injury, you could maybe just go away. But has he yeah. still been around? Yeah, he's he's still he's still around. He's he's in meetings. He's here at practice. He's making sure that he's also helping out as well. Whatever he sees from the sideline, uh, I'm, I'm sure he gets a little better perspective of the offense from when he's watching the side. But otherwise, that his main focus right now is to, to get back and make sure that he can uh, he can come back healthy in 100 percent in a couple weeks. So otherwise, that his presence, he's it's always nice having him around because he helps out. What have you seen from this USF defense? Uh, seems like athleticism maybe pops off of them. What, yeah, what very very athletic defense. They have corners and DBs who are. Who are, who are listed at six one guys who are lengthy and guys that can run with you and on the inside they have just very athletic guys overall and that's that's what kind of what South Florida has been known for in the past couple couple years and that's it's a big challenge for us and something that we have to try to match when we go against them. After having a week and a half, two weeks to work, what do you expect to see that from your offense when you take the field on Saturday? I expect this to be a lot more clean. Um, we we definitely know that when we go back and watch film, um, it exposes everyone. We're able to see everything that happens technique-wise, assignment-wise, and, and things that we could have done differently. So these past two weeks going to South Florida, I feel like a lot of the things that we should have cleaned up in the last game will be cleaned up this game. The offense has a chip on its shoulder just because you feel like you've been close, like you were touching, yeah. you know, what you were talking about as far as getting close but not capitalizing. Oh, yeah, I feel like the offense has had, always had a chip on its shoulder. Um, in the past couple of years, people have said that the defense has always been the more productive side, and the offense has always wanted to kind of flip that and making sure that we can help out our defense and stay on the field. So going to this next game, it's, it's nothing different. We need to execute. That's that's the complete bottom line is that we need to execute and making sure that we're extending drives and not just having three and outs so that we can keep our defense on the bench and making sure that we control the game.